Yes, yes, the Casanovians. All right, this is going to be an interesting potty. Hopefully, it turns out pretty cool for you. But um, this podcast is an amalgamation of different voice notes that I've been sending to my clients over the past couple of months. So I've got three to share with you. Uh, The first one we're going to listen to is one of my clients. His sticking point was his approach or approaches often felt very apologetic, all right? He wasn't going in there with his dick, essentially, right? Um, When he was going over and approaching girls, and this might be a sticking point that you're currently experiencing, the approach felt very supplicating, right? He was going in there like an absolute nonce, like, oh, excuse me, hi. And there was this lukewarm, tepid, uninspiring vibe that he was giving off. And essentially, we wanted to make his approaches more polarizing. Yeah, we wanted, to, we wanted the girl to feel his masculinity. Like, listen, I find you fucking sexy. I want to have this conversation. I want to p- uh, pursue things romantically with you. This is a very common sticking point for guys that I've discovered over my time of coaching guys where they they go in, but they're not fully in. Yeah, like it's like they're almost scared of offending. It's almost like they're scared to be men and their approach becomes apologetic because they're going in with this pussified type of vibe. So that's the first one. Second one is from our guy out in Vienna, Mr. Tom. Um, the voice note that he was sending me was he wanted to start making things happen with the girls at work. So he's uh, found himself in an environment where girls are starting to check him out more and more. Uh, he wanted to know how he could make things happen um, whilst keeping everything smooth, right? So that's the second voice note. And then the third voice note is a guy who I worked with as part of my 30 day online mentorship program. And this one was simply my expostulation, motivating him to going out and doing his actual first ever day game session, all right? So I don't know if you're a beginner listening to this. I don't know if you've been out there approaching girls. Maybe you've been out the game for a little while, but (laughs) it's like a five plus minute voice note of me just like caning the motivation, right? So just uh, sharing a lot of practical mindsets, um, useful information that he could apply to his first session. I want these voice notes to almost feel like a coaching experience to you to give you an insight into what it's like to actually work with me, whether it's in person or whether it is online. Um, and hopefully these voice notes have practical application. So maybe your approach at the moment feels too apologetic. Maybe you're in a situation at work where girls are checking you out. And you're like, wait, how do I navigate this? Or maybe you are a stone cold beginner and you want to... You want to know how to actually go out there and start making things happen. We've got a lot of voice in your head. The approach anxiety is high. The resistance is fierce. And you just want Christian expostulating into your ear with his melodic, mellifluous voice, telling you exactly what you need to do to crush your first day game session out the park. So yeah, hopefully it all comes together nice for you boys. Hope you take a shit ton of fucking value from it. Uh, if you're not signed up to the Casanova Club yet, which is my free weekly email, as you already know, it's email marketing. So I send you free shit and then from time to time, I plug my beautiful products. Uh, if you like free shit and you don't mind getting sold to from time to time, then sign right up. And if you don't want to sign up, then that's fucking cool as well. So yeah, hopefully you enjoy this one, boys. Big fat fucking love. I'll speak to you soon. Gonna sign out now. Um... Yo, yeah, no, I completely get it. Like you want to make it something you are rather than something that you do. And essentially you just want to become more polarizing. At the moment, I think the conversations are purely platonic and there is a 
a struggle to cut through the platonic to get to the polarizing because i think that really is the the shangri-la of not not just yours but i think many guys who do this because you've got the voice in your head you're thinking should i be doing this is it weird what's she gonna think is she enjoying it what does she think of me you've got all these thoughts going in your mind when realistically it does come down to the unlearning process yeah like we're so um socially bombarded with so much programming that it has diluted men's masculinity today which makes us have all of these doubts which makes us have to do the inner work to strip back the bullshit and get to a more primal state of being polarizing but i think that is the buzzword for us i think it's it's polarization understanding that the polarization will occur within those first three seconds that's when in my opinion you present yourself as either a fuckable man or a friendly platonic man it's boom instant and women are very perceptive to this as well yeah because it's like she's your mirror the way you feel she feels it as well yeah um um, what was I saying? But yeah, for, for us, it's simply polarization. And yeah, repetition will help, but it's it's repeating the right thing. Yeah, it's it's repeating the new way of doing things. Because obviously, if you always do what you've always done, you always get what you've always got. So it's not just a case of rinse and repeat. It's remind yourself first and foremost, polarizing, masculine, grounded, unlearning. I think that that is it. it it's polarization and it's unlearning because you've already got it all within you right you don't need to teach a man how to be a man well in today's world you do but point being it, it's already there within us it's just unlocking that um and the way we do that is in my opinion just reminding ourselves of the way that we would like to be and then acting in accordance with that so it's congruent and yeah it does take time of course it does because there's so much um social brainwashing at play where it's like you must be this way you have to be xyz and oh no don't do that but i think a good mindset to have as well is women want you to polarize yeah women want you to polarize i don't know if you ever read the way of the superior man by david deeder but I would consider giving that some of your attention. It's a fantastic book. He talks about you you want to penetrate the world in the same way that you penetrate your woman. And I think that's an amazing mantra for polarization. Yeah, it's penetrating the world, which means everything that you do is done from a masculine frame. Yeah, so rather than worrying what people are going to think rather than being a victim to the the bullshit thoughts the anxiety it's no i'm i'm out here to penetrate the world today it's me on my path doing what makes sense to me and just remind yourself that women will always respond to masculine men and they want you to be polarizing despite what society wants to tell you they they want that yeah like that that's what they want so yeah hopefully that this has been useful um i feel like there's a good good amount of value in that one but yeah i, I hope that, that that all of that made sense like penetrating the world I think having that as um a mindset or something that you repeat to yourself daily or even 
I was going to say stick it on your wall, but <laughs> your mum might fucking see that. She'd be like, watch this, Josh. <laughs> but yeah, penetrate the world, polarise, be grounded. You've got it all within you. It's just a case of unlearning. Nice one. Yo, Tom. Yo, yo, yo. Yeah, that is um, <laughs> that's certainly a mantra for men to live by. Um, <laughs> yeah, long long may the, uh, the morning glory continue uh i'm back in the uk now yeah i'm back in the uk so yeah it's quite nice to be back actually um but yeah in, in regards to your question um yeah best way to play it is um to make things happen outside of work um because what you'll find is when you uh because you've already got the familiarity there, right? So it's basically, it's not even, it's not even warm approaching. It's just like warm conversation. Yeah. So it's actually super easy to make things happen, but it has to be, in my opinion, outside of the workplace. Cause like when you, when you go from the workplace, cause you're seeing these people frequently. Yeah. Like when you go from outside the workplace to like a social event, like you're talking about like a Christmas party or whatever it is, then it's much easier to make things happen because of the familiarity. It's a bit like when you go out with friends, yeah, you're already comfortable with each other. But being in a new environment, it almost gives this sense of permission that the office or work environment wouldn't allow. So yeah, in answer to your question, you if you do want to make things happen with them, it's going to be outside of the workplace and it's going to be at the events where you all go to. So it depends on like how keen you actually are to make things happen. So what I would suggest is you taking the initiative to plan some after work events, right? So basically you're really playing more of a social circle game there, which can actually work really well because you've got if you've got multiple girls who are in here, then you can kind of trigger jealousy. You've also got pre-selection, which is great as well, because like you could go out with the work people, right? You could you could plan a social event, let's say next Saturday, just as an, ex- as an example. And then you can rock up to, let's say, a club, uh, a bar, whatever it is. And you've, you're, you're already going there with girls, right? So it doesn't even matter if you don't make things happen with those. But they're basically your cheerleaders, right? So like, you've basically got, uh, a ready-made social network right there and the beautiful byproduct <laughs> is they're all girls right obviously you can invite guys as well but i would create a social event yeah that you can all go to the fact that you're the one initiating it as well demonstrates leadership you're prepared to take bold risks to make things happen for other people so it's like you're looking out for the tribe um, and the fact that you'll be going to these events with the girls from your workplace, you've got the pre-selection, so then it's up to you. You're going to be feeling like a king because you've got girls who you're going with. And as soon as you walk through the doors, you've got eyes on you. Girls will be like, oh, this guy is here with girls. It's basically like old school, the entourage effect, where before like guys would go to clubs, they would get girls who they would go to the clubs with. It's just pre-selection is probably the most powerful attraction trigger because it implies a sense of status as well because like when you're walking into the club the bar the restaurant like these people are not going to think oh they're all like work friends it's just like there's a guy with a lot of girls like he must be doing well right so 
Um, so yeah, that's what I would say there. Um, I think that's a very valuable position to be in. I think, yeah, if, if, if guys have like got like a workplace environment where they can then splinter off and make things happen outside of the workplace. And that's a, that's a a remedy for great success, not a remedy. It's a, it's just a, a springboard for success right there. Um, and the fact that you've already mastered the skill set, like you've already been doing dating on hard mode, right? Like going around Vienna, going around London, doing the hashtag cold approach. Like this is like, <laughs> this is piss easy now, right? Making things happen with people in your workplace, creating social circle um, dynamics from this, triggering the pre-selection. It's feeling like the fucking guy, right? So yeah, um, I'm, I'm really happy that things have... Um, <clears throat> Things have um, spiraled towards this successful uh, shenanigan for you. Uh, but yeah, yeah, keep me updated on stuff. Like, feel free to just send the voice messages whenever whenever they come. Um, yeah, all cool, bro. Um, let me know how it goes. Yeah, bro, I just wanted to send you this before you go out today, just to uh, let you know that I'm thinking of you. Um, lighting a candle in your honour. Um, all right. So obviously when you first get out there, you're going to be socially cold. You're going to have a lot of resistance there. You're going to be thinking, fuck me. Can I even have a conversation? What should I say? Like, are you going to think I'm weird? Oh shit. I'm in my head now. How do I get out? Like all of these, all these voices are there. All right. So just take a breath, get yourself grounded and just remind yourself as well that even me, all right, even me, when I first get out there, especially if I've not spoken to anybody for a little while, I'm going to feel that social resistance, right? So first and foremost, give yourself permission at first to not have the poetic masterpieces that you probably want to have. Those will come later, okay? Give yourself at least three or four conversations just to treat them as batting practice. They only need to last for about 30 seconds and just focus on the open, okay? Because that really is the main part of all this stuff. Like I speak about in Conversation Killer, first three seconds are everything, right? So if we can just get ourselves used to pulling the trigger, making those first three seconds as solid as possible, so immediately present yourself as a man of value, that's going to get your confidence skyrocketing, right? Just by focusing on the open. Don't worry about, oh, like, what what should I springboard off? What assumptions should I make? Or should I be teasing her right now? Has she hooked you? Like, forget all that stuff. Just focus on the open, i.e. see the girl, go over there, nice and bold, make the solid eye contact, make sure she stopped, make sure she's actually looking at you. Excuse me, hi. Um, this is a little bit out of the blue, but I just wanted to say that you look amazing. You look lovely. You look fantastic, right? Really get that delivery on point. Make sure that you are making that eye contact. It's very easy to be zigzagging like here, there and everywhere. Um, and not actually look at the person that you're speaking to. So that's the main thing. Just focus on the open. Yeah. Make sure she stopped, make sure she's looking at you and then deliver the compliment as well as you can. Like I say, just just do that for the first three or four, all right? So, yep, there's a nice girl, there's a nice girl, there's a nice girl, let's go over. Take the pressure off yourself by just going out to give, 
yeah, for the first few that you do. Just go out to give. Just be the reason someone smiles. Be the reason someone has a better day. Be that benevolent force on the world. The more positive social momentum that you accumulate, the better you're going to feel, the better your hashtag state is going to be. The, the more, the more, just the more confident you're going to feel, right? And remember as well that confidence is feeling comfortable in the absence of confidence, okay? Confidence is feeling comfortable in the absence of confidence. You don't have to wait to feel confident to do something ballsy. You do something ballsy and then you feel confident, all right? The belief follows the action. That's me going down some esoteric expostulation rabbit hole, but it's it's fucking value. All right, so back to basics. Go outside, accept that you're going to be shitting it. It's fine. <laughs> Even use it in your conversations. Well, you don't have to go over to them and be like, excuse me, hi, I'm a, I'm a sniveling mess. and I don't know what I'm doing right now. Um, but like owning your state, yeah. So just being a bit more transparent, like I'm not feeling very social today. I'm feeling a little bit hungover. I feel a little bit groggy. I saw you and I thought, ah, oh, shit, should I go over there? Should I not? But, you know, I, I thought I might be dead tomorrow. So you got to take your chances when you see a beautiful girl, haven't you? Um, what are you up to today? All right, if your mind does go blank, just remember to bring that in. Like, what are you up to today? So go over, give the compliment, own your state if you want to do that. And then just ask her what she's up to today. Boom, done. Do that for the first three or four that you do. All right, I'll be, I'll be here. Okay, we'll talk about it after you've done it. Um, I'll be thinking of you. Like I say, that candle is getting lit. <laughs> In your honour, it's getting lit, bro. <laughs> um, but just go out and enjoy yourself. All right, like please just remember that, like one day, all right, in a galaxy not that far, far away, you are going to be perishing. <laughs> Uh, or you're going to be old as well, all right? Like, you're only young once, all right? We're only young once. Imagine yourself when you're 80 years old, and, you, like, when you get to that age, you you would give anything, anything to be back in this position now. You'd give anything to be walking around feeling anxious. You'd give anything to still have that lust for life within you to actually dive bomb into the discomfort, right? So when you get to like 80 years old, you're probably going to be fucking shitting yourself incontinent and just reminiscing on a bygone period of your life, all right? So just remember, you're only young once. When you do get those nerves, those nerves are a sign of growth, all right? Those butterflies in your belly tell you that you're doing something and you're pushing yourself beyond the carousel of comfort. And so that I salute you, okay? So yeah, just just enjoy yourself, you know, just enjoy yourself. I know it's easy for me to say, but it wasn't too long ago that I was in that position when I was going out there for the first time thinking, oh, fuck. <laughs> I still get those days as well, all right? just It's not about being perfect. It's about being progressive um, and just be able to be real with yourself and real, real with the girls and real with the world and, you know, everything will be cool, bro. Like, we're all going to make it. All right, speak to you soon. Love you. Bye. Yo, bro, hopefully you've taken a shit ton of fucking value from episode 103 of the Christian Casanova podcast. Can you believe we are now over 100 potties deep? It's crazy. Now, I remember making that first one, that grotty apartment in Leeds in October 2020. Safe to say we have come a long way. So yeah, hopefully these voice notes have given you a glimpse into what to expect and what it's like when you actually come and work with me, whether that is in person or online. Uh, if you do want to undergo your own gobsmackingly impressive personal renaissance that's going to leave the rest of the world speechless, you want me in your corner to push you, to guide you and to inspire you to become the most fuckable version of yourself, 
you know what to do. Just put yourself in for a free 30-minute consultation call using the links below. And if you're not a member of the Casanova Club, get signed up to that as well. So I'm going to sign out here, boys. Enjoy the view of Bucharest. Going to go to Warsaw soon. Life is sweet. To glory we go. Stay fucking sexy.